0: All right, hello everyone. Eric Castillo here with Warrior Mindset and Motivation, and I'm here to talk to you, uh, share some words with you, and things, and talk about one of the guys I was with in the Army way back in the day, in the early 2000s. Uh, Anthony Norwood. He's active duty Army entrepreneur, doing a bunch of great things. Deployed a whole bunch of places, Afghanistan, Iraq, and all the training stuff that we did down there at <laughs> Fort Bragg with all that madness. So, uh, Anthony, let's. Tell tell uh, the people here watching a little bit about yourself so they get a little more insight on who you are, and then we can dive into some questions after that.
1: Oh, yes, yes, sir. No problem. So like uh, Eric was saying, we um, we served together um, in the Army. I'm still active duty. However, I am on terminal leave right now, so I'm actually I'll right. be fully retired um, October 31st. That would be 21 years of service, man. Oh, congrats. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> be retired from the Army, which um, – I say it's a bittersweet thing. Um, I was ready to go. Cause you know, once you lose the love for something, it's time to let it go. You know, so right. I kind of lost that, that luster. Well, while the deployments going back to back and things like that, you know, you start the body starts to get uh, burnt out. Also, it takes a toll of your mental stability as well, uh, especially being a combat troop. Um, yeah. where, you know, you like when we deployed, we didn't go sit behind somebody's desk, you know, and get to <laughs> chill out. You know, eat at freaking yeah. restaurants and stuff like they do in certain places. We're in small outposts. You, you know, you remember yeah. those times the little, little outpost where we barely had running water. Yeah, they- I remember.
0: Hey, go over here. <laughs> you need to go clear this real quick. Like, wait, has anyone been there? No. Yeah. Oh crap. No. Okay, here we go. <laughs> okay,
1: now you put me in a whole hot bed of freaking people trying to kill me. God, I understood. Yeah. But um, also um, uh, like you said, I I do um, I am an entrepreneur. I, um, I run a fitness company as well as a, uh, uh, conglomerate of investors, uh, where we, uh, teach different types of, uh, investment, uh, strategies Whether there's real estate stock market, uh, well, equity stock market and Forex. And also, uh, I do, um, business coaching and mentor mentorship through, uh, a company. Um, I started called the black sky group along with, uh, my business partner, Deboris Williams and, uh, Latrice Stokes, and then with uh, Last Strike Fitness is a, a fitness company where I have fitness teams across the United States. Man, um, uh, a few partners there. Uh, the biggest one of note is to is Byron Clark out of Austin, Texas. Uh, he's uh, he's the man right now for for LSF. That's not public knowledge as of yet, but it will be once this airs. But he he will be he will be the man coming up here shortly once we get everything in place but yeah that's a little bit about me man soldier entrepreneur just trying to make it in this world man
0: yeah i hear you so like what gave you the the idea to start like the businesses was it like just sitting there like one day in the field or or were you deployed and you're like man the heck with this i'm starting a business or like what gave (laughs) you the idea was it both at the same time was it just one and then the other like, cause I know I, I'm part of your Black Sky group. You asked me to join that one. I joined it. I don't know anything about stocks, but I like to listen to you guys talk. So, yeah. <laughs> what gave you the idea for those? Like, was it both? Was it one? Like, how did it go?
1: So, for the first one, I, man, I, honest with you, I had I had no formal education in business. My um my education goes to the psychology uh, world. I'm a psych major by trade. Okay. But I haven't mm. done anything with that. Yeah, I haven't done anything with it. I've been in the Army <laughs> as an artilleryman, and then yep. I went to the 131 side. That has nothing to do with psychology. But um, one day I was I was in the office, and uh, someone reached out to me and said, hey, I, I, can I use to post workout videos online all the time? I still do it now. And she was like, hey, can I come train with you? I said, sure, cool." So we started training together, and then she's like, yo, you need to be a personal trainer. I'm like, nah, nah. I, I never even thought about that. <laughs> But just right. it, be a personal trainer. I was like, okay, let's try it. So I tried it, went and got the uh formal education for that. Um, so I, I'm a certified personal trainer, nutritionist, all that good stuff. I did that and then we just started expanding. I had one client, now I had three, now I did it went to five. Now I'm I'm packing out whole parks for like boot camps. Then we started popping up people across the United States because people started jumping on the train and said, hey, I like what you're doing with this fitness thing. I want to be a part of it. And that's how the company grew, man. That's how we came to Inception. Like, it's nothing right. that part me to say, hey, I want to do this. It was just, it just happened. You know, it just, you know, it just happened. And right. Then for, and no, for, the, for the Black Sky group, that was something that my uh, mentor, uh, a guy by the name of David Rhodes, uh, he's also out in Austin, Texas. Uh, he and I were having a conversation uh, one day. He was like, hey, man, you really need to start getting paid off of your brain. I didn't know what that meant at first. So after, you know, conversation and doing some um, soul searching and, and thinking of my own, I said, he's right. So I was, essentially I started, you know, putting out uh, stock market tips online, on Facebook, on uh, social media. And then we grew the Black Sky Group uh, with Latrice and, and uh, my boy Will. And so now we we have our own podcast too. Now, we talk about nice. um, we talk about entrepreneurship. We talk about investments, and that's uh, the Money Talks podcast with the Black Step with BSG. Money Talks with BSG is the name of the podcast. We're on all podcast podcast platforms as well. Every pet- oh, pod- cool. platform that you could think of. Yeah, we're on it. Like Amazon just picked us up. Uh, a nice. Of yeah.
0: So we're on there. So as well. like. So now that that ties me into like my next uh, little question I have for you, You kind of rolled right into it. So like, how did you balance that being on active duty? Because, you know, being on active duty, they are demanding. You got staff duty, you got brigade duty, you got the field, you got details, any type of star major detail, colonel detail, whatever pops up. So how did you maintain that balance and both like emotionally and mentally stay like, okay, you know,
1: how did you do that? Really great question. So that was crazy. I just had this um, uh, the episode of time management on my podcast last week, and I was posed the same question. So um, essentially what happened was I switched over to the warrant officer side. And I'll I'm, I'm, I'm tell you, I say that to say this. It's totally different on that side than it has been on the enlisted side. Because as a warrant, I come and go as the police. Yeah, you never see them. They're always out yeah. somewhere. Hey, hey, that's what we do. We come in, we solve problems you didn't know you had, and we leave. That's just what we yeah. do. So, <laughs> uh, and also being a combat troop, you're not busy in garrison all day every day, mm-hmm. unless you're unless you're on the you know you're enlisted and they're giving you busy work. Then yeah, I get it. You're out sweeping some motor pool line or whatever it may be. But as a warrant, I do my job and leave. So I. I was able to balance my time that way because I was a warrant. I would be in my right. office. I didn't have anything going on at that time. I was working on my on, on the business. I was doing oh. the business. So if, if, if you want to put it into perspective, let's just say I get mm-hmm. to work for the Army at 9.30. From 9 to 4 was Army time, and I would sprinkle some of um, my personal business in throughout the day as well. But once I got off work from 5 to 11 at night, I was working on my own personal business. So it wasn't right. like I got off from the army and said, like, you know what, let's go play video games and go have some drinks. Nah, I didn't do that. I went straight from army to working for myself. Right. And,
0: that's, and that that's awesome right
1: there. And that's how I did it. And that's how, and that's how we, that's how it grew. And that's how I do it now. Um, I will, I, I mean, like I said, I'm on terminal leave, so I haven't done army in so long, <laughs> but now it's its, it's the, the challenge of balancing, um, or with the growth of BSG, it's extremely difficult because it's a new market for me. Like growing a gym and oh, gyms plural, and um, and doing the investment piece it's two different worlds in in, in the business sector. Um, I I knew how to market the the training aspect and working out. I knew how to do that because I've been doing it all my life. I was an athlete right. coming up through high school and college, so. I, I knew all that, um, but now it's, it's, I'm dealing with a different monster here with BSG trying to grow this company uh, to where it's essentially scalable to where we wanted to be. So. Right, and I, I, I like that
0: because, like, I like how you mentioned the fact that um, when you were done with Army, you went straight to focus on this because a lot of people will just be like, nope. I'm, you know, gonna go do this, play video games and things like that. Heck, I did it for a little bit too. Well, back in the day, I think we both did. Oh, we all did. <laughs> it was some crazy times before Bragg. But uh no, I like how and, and you see as you get older, the the mindset changes. And I like what you said is uh get paid off your brain. I like that. That's actually really, really good concept because that's that's kind of what you're doing now. You know, you're getting paid off your brain because you gotta have the brain for the fitness to be certified or you can hurt somebody. And then you gotta be smart in the financial group because I tried looking at stocks and I have no clue what's going on there. <laughs> but I know if I put the work to sit there, if that's something I wanted to do, yeah. I have people like you and I have another buddy who has his own little Facebook group who does the stock stuff. And Yeah, I can learn that stuff and and can get it. So I like that uh, paid off your brain. I, I really... Really, really like that it's a really good motto, and I actually wrote it down because it's i'm gonna use oh, that later
1: really? on
0: hey, yeah up. i'm I'm gonna use that later on I've got quotes Please and everything, <laughs> so i'm gonna you know put a nice little give you a mention on there when I do another video, so that's pretty good um now, when you were coming up with these uh companies, I know you were doing stuff on, on the military, did you come across any obstacles like uh things that kind of like got in your way like you know when you're starting up a company there's there's different types of things you got to go around over or things are put on pause or just the, the waiting game. So what, what type of obstacles did you have to come across both with your fitness
1: and the black sky group? So with the black sky group, not so, so much of obstacles because black sky group uh, came into existence in April of 2020 this year, mm-hmm. during the whole COVID pandemic. So most people teleworking anyway. And I, I hadn't been. In, I hadn't put the uniform on in six months by that time. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I was teleworking. <laughs> so, but but with the Black Sky Group, I did run into a lot of hurdles, TDYs, field time, and deployments. So, um, I, I deployed in uh, March of 2019. Redeployed uh, November of 2019. So, uh, essentially, uh, about almost eight months. That. Uh, it didn't put me behind because I had a strong team in place, you know, uh, and that's the one, uh, I know we'll probably talk about this later, but some of the one of the biggest hurdles that I faced building a company, not uh, for the military, but military wise, a lot of times, like the TD wise, like, like you uh, alluded to earlier about the training centers, going to JRTC, NTC, going to the field, things like that, that did throw me for a loop, especially when I had events that were scheduled months in advance. Then you you come up. Hey, uh, we got to go to the field for, for two weeks. Oh no, you know what am I right. supposed to do? So essentially, what happened is I would have to postpone those events. So that that did throw um, uh, a lot of wrenches in the um, in the equation. However, we were able to overcome those um, and still continue to keep moving and grinding. Because a lot of times people are running into a, a setback or an issue, and the first thing what's the first thing they want to do? They want to quit. The yeah. first thing I want to do is quit. Like, oh, well, the first hmm. thing me tell you what the quitter's anthem is. The quitter's anthem is, it wasn't meant to be. They love saying that. That's the first thing they say, well, it just wasn't meant to be because it didn't work out the first time. It wasn't meant to be. Fake news. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. Hurdles are going to happen in the business world. Now, we talk about, um, I know I talked about it from the military piece, but from the just overall hurdles, the biggest thing I had a problem with starting out uh, with Last Right Fitness was building a proper team, getting a proper support channel in place. And what that means is getting people qualified to do the job that you hired them to do.
0: Now, Right, you got to have the quality versus the quantity.
1: Sure, but at the same time, here's something else I, I learned. Even though you could be qualified at the job, doesn't mean you're a right fit for the company. You have to buy mm-hmm. into my philosophy and also my why, which I I I express a lot. My why is what I sell. And you know i What I don't sell you what I do, I don't sell you how I do it. I say I sell you why I do it. That makes you a repeat customer. Because now that's the case, if you're bought into me as a person and my vision, either you're a customer or employee, you'll be loyal. You will be yep. loyal and that Mm -hmm. that, those are teachers by Simon Sinek. Uh, he's, he has a book called start with why I I would encourage any entrepreneur to read that, read that book. I'm telling you, if you start selling your why you have more loyal customers. So, uh, building a team was my biggest hurdle because one thing you want is, is predictability, stability, and, um, what was my other one I always use? Predictability, stability, and accountability. Yeah. Those three things is what you want out, out of all your employees. And a lot of times you didn't, if you, if you hire people just because they're your friend, which I did in the beginning, you don't get those. And I almost right. lost the company initially. I almost, t- I almost did. I, I ain't gonna lie to you, I almost did initially because I didn't have the right people in place. So then I had to start rotating people out and getting people in who knew how to do the job and also bought into what I was doing. Right. So then no, when no. that happened, bro, when I'm telling you, when that happened, it just, whoosh. that's what that's the incredible. Same, thing with, same thing with BSG right now. We, we assembled a team of people who have the same ideology And we, we know what we want to do. We understand the why, why are we here? You know, the, the, the why of BSG is just to, to, to help people reach their their, their their goals, whether it's fitness or finance, you know, or, or mm-hmm. even personal uh, business goals. That's the that's the, the why of BSG. That's why I do this, to help you reach your, your goals. Right? All right. And if, right. And if, and if you're a, a, a person that wants to be on that team, that should be your, your why as well. This is why I'm here to work with BSG.
0: Right. That's that's awesome, man. So like when all that stuff was going on, like what did you do mentally to keep it together? Like you had all that stuff and, you know, going to the field. Now, I know that that takes a lot of a mental toll. So what things did you do personally to keep yourself kind of in check and balance so you don't spin down the rabbit hole? Or it's like when you're in the field and you have zero communication out there, you can't contact your team. How did you keep from going down that hole? Of like, "All oh, my team is this, or is the business okay? What, did, what, what stuff did you do to kind of keep it
1: together? Delegation. Delegation. That will keep you sane. Mm-hmm. I, I struggled with that in the beginning. I know a lot I did. I think every business owner just struggles with that in the beginning. But once you get comfortable with, with delegating tasks to your team, then that's how you uh, maintain your sanity. Trust me, right. delegation, man. You have to delegate. And when I'm out in the field, even when I, well, like when I was deployed, I just delegated it all down. Hey, my my, my COO, here you go. Here, here's what it is. And we talk mm-hmm. weekly. I didn't bombard him daily. I didn't do that. I, w- I would I would contact him on a weekly basis just to get status reports. Hey, this is what was put out. Was this complete? Yes, it was. Got it. And once you build that trust with your team, like I said, they have to be bought in to what you're doing. And when people have a sense of purpose and, and belief, they will work their behinds off.
0: Right. Yeah. Now I was just about to say, like, yeah, um, the um, delegation is also you have to have a sense of trust, too, because sure. you don't really. And it is when you find someone, you don't really know them. So it's like you have to really trust your gut, you know, and be like, you know, this person's good. So that way you don't have to worry and go down those spirals of freaking out and stressed out. Or when you come back, your company's in shambles, things are missed. So I'm glad that you actually got to uh, put that in place and actually yeah. just be able to focus on the mission down there because it can get pretty intense at times, you know? Yeah. Yes, so that, that's uh that's actually good that you were able to do that. And I know you covered your uh, why for your, um for BSG. Go ahead and 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 give me give me the why for the last strike fitness. I want to hear Anthony Norwood's why (laughs) should I join Last Strike Fitness?
1: Well, here's why. Well, the why of the reason I started is it's the same thing as BSG. It's to I I think for me, the reason I walk on this planet, my personal why, the reason I'm on this planet is to help people reach their goals. It's to assist people. That's what I'm here for. I, I think I really believe that. And that's why you would want to come to Last Strike Fitness anyway for any personal training, nutritional um, uh, meal plan, anything, any, any of that, because any one of us who do it, that's why we're here. We're here to assist Eric and to reach his fitness goals. You know, that's why we're here. That is why. And that's what we portray. You know what I'm saying? When I, I wake up every morning and people always have, like, man, why are you so happy? All this craziness going on in the world. Why are you always happy? You know why? Because I get to walk in my purpose daily. You know what I'm saying? I walk in my purpose daily. And and it's a, I mean, I'm compensated for it, yes. But I get to walk in my purpose on a daily basis. And that's helping people. Well, like I said, whether it's reaching fitness goals or financial goals.
0: That's perfect, man. I like that. I even wrote that down to walk my purpose daily. I like that. I'm right. I like your stuff that you're saying. You're throwing some pretty good little catch notes out there and everything, too. Um, So, I know that you're going through the process, terminal leave and everything. So, where are you planning to uh, reside after you're done? Are you staying there where you're at? Because, you know, when people get out, they'd be like stationed in Georgia, and then I'm going to Alaska. And you're like, what? You know, nah, it's someone off. So, like, <laughs> are you going to like centralize? Like, is there, is there going to be like a last strike uh, HQ, or are you got to just going to keep it how it is and kind of HQ is going to be where you go, or how's that going to work?
1: The HQ is actually, um, like I said, it's not public record yet, and it's not complete. But the HQ is actually going to be wherever Byron Clark is. Okay. Yeah, wherever he is it's going to be the HQ. But we haven't. That's not complete yet, but it's coming. It right. That but wherever and he's that's at, he that, that's where HQ. He is essentially going to um, be the CEO of the company. Yeah, oh. Okay. And you know, well, you know what's crazy? <laughs> it's funny that. What's that? A lot of people don't know the difference between a CEO and owner. I think it's the same thing. No, it's not the same thing. A CEO, you you run it, you just run it. The owner, hey, I can have I can be hands-off and everything. Yes, I am the owner, president, but the CEO, he is the guy who sits there and hey, every day, all day, this is what you're gonna do. He runs the company. And I have great trust environment to do that. And the reason I did that is because I'm, you know, I had to focus more attention on building BSG.
0: Right, and that's actually good. I never even actually looked at that perspective—a CEO versus an owner. I, I thought they were the same thing, to be honest with you. So I like that perspective that you you put on there. Like, okay, yeah, CEO is—he's the executive guy. He makes everything happen, and you're the the founder. Like, hey, I'm here. This is what I would like. We'll make it happen. I'm kind not, of goes into the kind would. of goes into the delegating thing. Gives you a chance to go to your exactly. different places for Last Strike Fitness, you know, and and kind of go to different facilities and check up on things that like that. That's actually really, so, really good.
1: You can even put it into an Army perspective, right? Us being veterans. You know how you have a commander? You have an XO, yes. and then you have your um, your, your, your S3 your operations officer. You can break right. down, like, your commander will be the, the owner. Gives us guidance, or, you know, whatever, but the, yes. the XO is the one who implements all of that stuff. Your right. XO Who's out there actually pounding pavement for that unit, right? And then you have your S three, your operations officer, who's in charge of operations, which would be your COO, your chief of operations, right? And then your CEO is your ex is your XO. That's that's how. Okay. Yeah,
0: that's that's actually a pretty good breakdown. Now my brain gets it. You know, because sometimes it still stuff doesn't translate all the way. So that's actually a good breakdown of the way you break that down. Now that makes more sense. So for everybody listening, just know. If you want to own something, there's a difference between a CEO and an owner. And Anthony yeah. here going ahead and made that really, really clear. And I, and I like that. That's actually really, really good. Um, so what's one thing here for the people as we start to wrap up this show here in a few minutes? If you can send a message to both veterans and civilians, because got, I got both communities here that, that will be watching this. What's a message that you would give to them if they're thinking about entrepreneurship Or if they're on the fence, or or anything, what what's a message you would like to pass to them?
1: So especially if some of your your audience has heard my podcast, they're gonna. I just regurgitation of this. If you're an entrepreneur and you're saying you want to get started, you want to do whatever it is you want to do, my message to you is go do it now. Today, tomorrow's not promised, and tomorrow may not be better than it is today. Your situation may not change over the next whatever, you know, go do it now, go get started now and make sure you have a passion for it. You know what I'm saying? Look at you, understand your why, write it down, All right? I'm going to tell you my, my, um, my mentor, my business mentor, he asked me what my why was and you know, you'll sit there you're like, oh, it's this, but it's not that simple. And the reason I couldn't articulate my why, because I was thinking about it too hard, I got my why when I felt it. I was sitting in the house, in my office. I'm in my office now, in my home. Sitting in here, and I was, I was you know, looking at some charts, in the stock market. And I just had a pit in my stomach, and I just started writing. And I wrote my why out. Yep, I wrote it, and I was like, that's it. And I have it sitting on my whiteboard, and I'm going to read it verbatim off my whiteboard over here. It says, I want to be an intricate part of enhancing or building a person's financial or fitness foundation. Essentially, I just want to be there to help you reach your goals. That's what I want to mm-hmm. do. And I, when I felt that in my stomach, I wrote it. So my 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 advice to entrepreneurs who want to start, man, become one with your why. Walk in that why, which is your purpose, and you will be successful. Because then you, it's not a job to you. It's like this is what I'm put on this earth to do. Everyone has a purpose, right? Remember. And another thing is, you know, when people a lot of times people get discouraged because they fall into the, the trap of criticism. Always remember you had a purpose before someone else had an opinion. That's good. Yeah.
0: Like that. Um, so you, you hear it there, people um, know your why. Uh, tomorrow's not promised. Yesterday already happened. And the only thing that's guaranteed is right now. Right now is the only thing that you can guarantee 100% at this very second. As the second goes, it's a promise. You can do it. But once it's passed, that's it. It's done. You know? Yep. So, yep. And, Go do it and, now. And Anthony, yeah. Anthony nailed it right on the head. Go do it now. Don't wait. Um, and like, you know, like I always say, different strokes for different folks, you know? But uh, the longer you wait, uh, someone else is going to take it, and then you're going to watch someone else do what you want to do. And then now you might have to come up with something else. And or now you're going to be
1: or you got to be agile. That's it. If someone else takes your idea, you just got to figure out what makes you different. What what makes nope. you different from them? Like, so I'm, I'm expanding that for a second. So what, yeah. before, when I started training as a personal trainer, what I was doing, I would go to different gyms and I would work out, but I would still kind of look at the trainers they had in there and how they were treating their clients and how they were um, conducting business. I would watch. And, mo- and I'm going to tell you, 90% of the trainers that I would watch in those gyms, they treated their clients as if they were just a folder. You know, they'll train them and out, get out. And that's it. You, you was treated like a folder, like a number. Well, right. Come, no personal like connection. Exactly. So with my trainers, no, 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 we're not doing that. You would treat them like humans. And, right. And watch your clientele grow. And sure. Enough, right. Yeah. It, it does.
0: Especially but, when it's someone who's trying to get you know, in shape and lose weight. They just want to be heard and they want to be pushed, but they want to be respected at the same time.
1: So and in, a lot of it times, sounds like
0: you it sounds like you guys do that.
1: Yeah, and a lot of times when you have these clients, they like to talk. Like they come in in the evenings, they had a bad day. They want <laughs> they, to. They're going to vent you out of working out. Trust me. Doing yeah. all the time. And if you're treating them like whatever, dude. or I've seen trainers that have a person on the machine doing something over there in the corner. doing this on the phone. I'm like, you're not even watching your client, dude. Right. you're Good. You're good. Uh, you know. now nah. So when when uh, when I I would uh, train, people would see me treating clients like people, and actually having some human engagement, they would come. I would, you know, I wasn't trying to take the other man's clients, but they would see my clients' results and how they were being treated. You know. You know. Right. Just, just and and I think that.
0: And I think that came too from like. You know, when we came up, when we would do our, our, our PT in the morning, our physical training, our leaders were engaged with us. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. someone was in the back or slacking, they were right there. Right. Let's go, hurry up, run, okay. push, right. you know, motivation and pushing. Okay, what's going on? Take a second, talk to me. Why aren't you pushing yourself? And I developed that going through my career. Like, okay, someone fell out. Why did they fall out? Are they hurt? What's going on? You know, and then it's neat, and I see that you've incorporated that too. And I think a lot of us from that time period in that unit kind of did that with that mentality of hey, you know what? Sometimes maybe they just need to talk while they're doing something and mm-hmm. kind of just watch them and let them just vomit everything out because then they feel better. And then they'll work for you and
1: they'll push for you.
0: Yeah, sure. Because they just they were just heard. They just
1: wanted to be heard. I'm gonna tell you, man, you that's a perfect segue to this next point with the army and being a businessman, how that helped me a lot. And army, you deal with all types of people, all walks of life, races, creed, colors, religious doesn't matter. We're in, in an army; you're you you're a freaking uh, melting pot of all of that. So you come across all those types of people. So I don't know how it's possible for you to be racist to be in an army. I have no idea. Yeah. But <laughs> exactly. oh, but it, it it exists. Trust me. Huh. Yeah. Been there, been there, been uh, seen it up throughout my whole career. Mm-hmm. But in the business world. And that helped me out a lot because now you deal with all types of lost people, all types of people. And had I not, you know, had that military experience and dealing with different cultures, uh, religious creeds, I wouldn't know how to conduct myself around those types of people. I'm like, oh man, I don't know what they're talking about. I don't even know how to conduct myself around it, you know. But being in the army, it, it set me up for success um, in the business world in that in that aspect. It did. So, right.
0: Yeah. And, and, and I know that, too, because once I worked over in the headquarters side, having to deal with crazy officers, tracking down one officers because they don't come to work, <laughs> what? having, <Hold> a, <laughs> we having to, work. to find them uh, and send an email and then I got to go go to their office and find where they are. Like, hey, I wrote you three days ago, sir, man, what the hell? You know, like so. And then that kind of prepared me, too, for for this type of thing it's like i'm gonna i'm gonna request and follow through and then if you don't follow through i'm gonna come find you you know so they-
1: <laughs> oh man the warrant officer thing Golly. <laughs> hey i'm going to tell you no lies detected cuz i was like that too look i'm going to tell you as a warrant <laughs> i'm going to tell you as a warrant man we do our job and we leave that's just what it is I'm t- oh, t- I have no complaints with the warrant <laughs> officer. It's just
0: finding y'all is the problem.
1: But like I said, once our job is done, I'm out. Look, oh, yeah. I had a philosophy. <laughs> if, if if I hadn't done anything productive in an hour in my office at work in in, uh, in the Army, I would go home. I am not sitting around there all day wasting time.
0: You couldn't even I- dream to do that in the enlisting side.
1: They oh, calling no. you.
0: They go to yeah. your house like...
1: <laughs> hey, where are you at? And
0: like, whoa, like it's lunchtime.
1: <laughs> On the warrant side, bro, I'm telling you, and that that goes feeds back to the question when you asked me how I, how did I balance a lot of that? That's how. If I would yeah. I now, when it was time to work as a warrant, it's go time. You know mm-hmm. I'm saying? Don't, don't get it twisted. You know, we have a lot of good perks, but you have to be the subject matter expert in your field and you're expected mm-hmm. to be that. When that commander comes, you better be right. We're the only people in the army that can't give the an answer. Um, I don't know. I'll get back to you. We can't answer like that. We have to know, and you better be able to cite the reference too.
0: Yeah.
1: So you know, we—I mean, don't get to, else, We're the brainchild of the army. Well, we do have our perks.
0: <laughs> right. Our- and, and I worked with a really good warrant officer too. She was uh, worked with the ammo, and she always had an answer for me, no matter what. Like she was never there. I don't know what she was doing. <laughs> But when I called, she answered the phone and yeah. okay, I'll be right there in 20 minutes. Twenty minutes, where are you at? You know, like, but she would come, boom, boom, get it done and go. And that kind of ties into the business aspect of too. It's like with work and now you're stepping back as a founder, it's like, hey, CEO, here's what I need. I'm going back into warrant officer mode and I'm gonna go do something else.
1: Yeah. As as the founder and president of the company, I am I will be completely hands off. I have already written a philosophy for the company. i written that I wrote right. that when I first started. All he has to do is come in and pick it up, tweak it if he likes. Mm-hmm. You know, you have that 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 freedom to tweak it. Hey, I'm such and such. I'm running the company now. Here's my tweak to the philosophy. This is what he could do. Then run it. I mean, of course I would be like, Yeah, man, I like it, but I'm not gonna let somebody run my company to the dirt. But right, just, yeah. I'm I, I will give him uh, free reign right it. yeah
0: and that's where the army comes into for spot checks you know you, you know we do that all the time let me come spot check you real quick you know dual independent checks and all that stuff so, and i know you'll do that because you're a squared away guy and you'll come in and pop in from time to time to make sure stuff's staying on course so because it's your at the end of the day it's your name on the title and you, you know you want you want to be up there you know and compete with all these other businesses too so um i think i think we're 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 good here and i just wanted to say thanks for coming on and the message for everyone is start now that's that's the message <laughs> don't wait. Uh, start now that if, if any if you didn't get anything from these 33 34 minutes start now two words go. that's all you need to get. Go. go now go now start now go now don't wait look they're all two words so yeah. go ahead make it happen uh anthony appreciate you coming on it was great to catch up with you after all this time so uh (laughs) so it was nice and uh everybody thanks for watching and stay tuned because i got something big for you guys next week on thursday i got i got something pretty pretty big for you guys it's something that's going in motion so hope to see everybody next week anthony thanks for coming on and sending that message to all the viewers appreciate it thanks
1: all right bro